The peace of our Lord be with you. I, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beg you to lead a life worthy of the calling to which you have been called, with all humility, gentleness, and patience, bearing with one another in love, making every effort to maintain the unity of the Spirit in the bond of of peace. Every time the lectionary asks the church throughout the world to read those words from today's epistle passage, the lectionary places in our path one of several calls for the unity of the church, which we find in the letters attributed to Paul. Passages such as Romans 15, 6, live in harmony with one another. 1 Corinthians 1, 10, I appeal to you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ that all of you be in agreement. And 2 Corinthians 13, 11, and 12, agree with one another and greet one another with a holy kiss. Passages of Scripture which, today's, which join today's Gospel lesson from Ephesians chapter 4 in calling for the family of faith to be of one mind and one spirit. All of which needless to say is harder to live out than to talk about. In fact, as you will remember from your own life with the Bible, the same Paul who is reported to have issued all of those calls for unity and agreement is also reported in Acts chapter 15 to have parted ways with Barnabas over an irreconcilable disagreement and in Galatians 1.9 to have called those who disagreed with him accursed, not to mention his public rebuke of Peter in Galatians 2.14. Spiritual unity and agreement even for Paul who wanted it more than anyone, easier to talk about than to carry out. Thinking about all of that this week, call to mind for me our Northminster founders who so thoughtfully embraced and wonderfully embodied that early Northminster creed. Agree to differ, resolve to love, unite to serve. Yet, when our founders birthed this church in 1967, 
while they birthed our church for several reasons, at least four which I've heard named across the years, one of those reasons which I have always heard named among the four or five reasons was that some of them could no longer in good conscience unite to serve in churches which were denying entrance to persons of color at their houses of worship. For our founders, a door too closed a bridge too far. A 54-year-old example of the timeless truth that spiritual inclusion ends where human exclusion begins. A local example of the global complexity of living with a longing for unity while also living under the imperatives of truth, which may explain why unity sounds so much like work in verse 3 of today's lesson where the Ephesians are admonished to make every effort to maintain the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. Having called them and us to the hard and holy work of unity the writer of Ephesians then gives them and us the tools we need to do that hard and important work. First, by calling us in verse 2 of today's lesson to bear with one another in love. And then, by admonishing us in verse 15 to speak the truth to one another in love. Be gentle. Be humble. Be patient. Bear with one another in love, says this passage from Ephesians. After which it also says, and speak the truth to one another in love. I cannot speak for you, but in my experience, to do that, to speak the truth in love, is the single most precise and difficult practice in the entire orbit of careful speech. No spinning, or exaggerating to make our case or win an argument. No tactics or strategies. No flattery or sarcasm. 
None of this passive-aggressive behavior which parades around as niceness, which tells everybody whatever it is they want to hear. None of that. All gone. No longer a part of our lives. Nothing but the truth. Spoken in that way the Quakers call gentle and plain a way of speaking to and being with one another, which is as clear as it is kind and as kind as it is clear. What Walter Rauschenbusch once so memorably called the truth dressed in nothing but love, which has always been every church's best hope for the true and honest, kind and gentle, patient and thoughtful unity to which today's epistle lesson beckons us and in which Holy Communion binds us together. Amen.